when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? that song that you just heard was Mama Gave Birth to the Soul Children, um, just Queen Latifah featuring De La Soul. And this was actually my pick. So what um, Brianna and I do, we go back and forth picking a song that we want to play as our intro song. And typically the song is like from an unknown artist or like an up and coming rapper. Obviously that is not who Queen Latifah is at all. But I thought it was interesting, like, this song, because, like, this past week, um, for the first time, all of De La Soul's music is on streaming services, Mm -hmm. which is, like, really cool. And also, I just think, like, because this is, like, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, like, there are going to be all these really cool moments and really cool, like, anniversaries that are happening Um, and really cool celebrations. And so I really wanted to like take it back to some Queen Latifah. But the real reason that I picked this, I've heard this song before. Like my dad was obsessed with De La Soul when I was a kid. Like, but I've never like owned one of their CDs. Like I just listened to it when I was in the car with my dad and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I've heard this song before, but I've never really listened to it until recently or until like literally just this past weekend. And there was some one line where she said, like, well, literally the song is called Mama Gave Birth to the Children. And I just think it's so funny because who else do we know that is always talking about giving birth to these girls and how all these bitches are her sons? And I'm like, history just repeats itself. History (laughs) just always repeats itself. So what did you think about this song? Um, I think more than anything, especially what you said about like De La Soul's music being on streaming, everything being there for the first time. And to know that, at least in my opinion, I mean, I'm from Jersey, so I'm already biased when it comes to the queen, but especially her impact is just so it's indescribable. Um, Like I, I, I can't even like put it into words. So to just the fact that that song exists for me is amazing. I think the amount of work that De La Soul put in and rest in peace to David because I'm still How not crazy over that. Is that. How I'm crazy so, is that? I am I I can every time I see a picture of them I get real happy and real sad just because Yeah. yeah but I, those are those are two one artist and one group that has really contributed and given so much to hip hop. So more than anything like that that's what I think of. Yeah, and I think also, um, it's just like, sometimes I feel like when we have these conversations about hip hop and how, and and it's so expansive. So there's no way you're Mm -hmm. always going to be able to talk about, well, this person did that and this person did that and they pioneered this and they pioneered that. But these are people, I think, who don't get named in these conversations very often. Like when you watch the hip hop documentaries, how often is Queen Latifah like Mm -hmm. centered in these documentaries are just about about how like pioneering her whole career was. You know what I mean? Like they do leave her out of this conversation sometimes, but without her, I just like you, there would be so much that women wouldn't be able to do. They wouldn't even have the like frame of reference to know how to do. 
she's the girl. Yeah, I love her. And I love that she's also from New Jersey. I didn't even make that connection. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Where My Girl's At. We have a a very special guest, and Brianna will be joining us. She's just running a little bit late, but we have a very, very, very special guest. We have the founder of The Gumbo, Nadira hey. Simmons. I've been following you guys like since your start. Like, wow. all the work that oh. you've been doing. <laughs> and I've been like kind of like obsessed with you. So I was really, <laughs> I was really surprised like when you responded to my DM saying you would be willing to like be on the show. Yes. I was, it was such a long shot. And I was like, I know she's like booked and busy and like don't have the time, but I'm gonna just shoot my shot and see Not what happens. Not a long shot at all. <laughs> no. I'm glad to be on here. I'm really excited. Thank you. So I'm just gonna read your like actually incredible bio that you wrote. Thank and you. I'm actually sitting here like, um, I need to be uh getting like you. <laughs> Look, and I left some stuff out. I didn't even put my whole TV career in there. I was like, we doing hip hop stuff. And listen, yeah, I was like, we we on the, the music hip hop side today. Talk yeah, shit. So. you know what I mean. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and read your bio. Yeah. Um. So Nadira Simmons is a writer and producer committed to preserving Black history, hip hop history, and pop culture, as well as finding new ways to tell stories on television and the internet. Raised in New Jersey. She completed her undergraduate career at Rutgers University, New Brunswick in 2016, where she majored in journalism and media studies and minored in African studies. Much of her undergraduate research explored television production and the intersections of blackness, womanhood, and hip hop. In 2018, she was inspired to put her love of hip hop, black history, and black womanhood and her producing and writing skills into practice. She created The Gumbo, an innovative space in media for the creative excellence and activism of Black women in hip-hop and a safe haven free of politics. The Gumbo's goal is to inspire creative leadership and contribute to a cultural shift that reframes, re-energizes, and reimagines Black women in the relationship with hip-hop through dynamic content events and the dissemination of vital information on developments in the genre. She currently hosts who, what, and when, dot, 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 and hip-hop on Amazon's AMP, a radio show that explores hip-hop culture and how its DNA influences the world from the way we speak to the things that we eat, how it impacts film, television, comedy, fashion, and more. And like you just heard from her, that's not even it. That's just like, (laughs) that's just like a little bit, a little piece of it. Uh, I've never heard anybody read it like that. That was great. I was sitting here like, dang, that, <laughs> yes. Thank That's you. you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So how are you? I know we just did some catching up. Yes. Like, Tell us how are you? We always love me and Brianna at the beginning. We always like to check in. Yeah. See how we're doing because we record this so late after work. We're like, how are you doing? Yes. Today? No, I'm doing really well. I'm doing really, really well. I've been very busy so I'm glad to like have a moment to just like sit and chat and talk about the gumbo and the stuff that I do and the stuff I that, that I love yeah I love that because we were very excited like I said to like sit Aww. and talk with you about this um, love your that. work thank um, you love what you do and everything thank you so thank we're you excited thank um, you so what we usually do we usually mm-hmm. start with some hot topics okay hit me um so I want to talk about this first thing so okay. Nicki Minaj has yes. started her 
own she has. record label. And she yeah. just and she just announced four artists actually yep. that are signed to the label. Um, I believe one of them is London Hill. Um, another one, and I'm going to butcher her name. I'm so Is this sorry. Nana or it's Nana? Is it Nana? I, I don't know, but that is the only one I've actually gotten to listen to. Oh, so really? Far. Yes. What's, what's up with her? Um, she's a singer. She's great. Oh, she's yeah? great. She's great. I I love I love her music and I love her voice. So mm. I was like, oh, this is all. Like I think more than anything, and at the end of the day, when you are an artist, if you can get someone of that caliber to believe in you, hell yeah, like that 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 will trump everything. So yeah. I was excited to see someone who who looks like me and and sings yeah get get a look from mm -hmm. who, someone that's regarded as one of the best to ever do it so oh. i thought that was cool yeah there are also two guys that she signed two guys yeah um tate cobang and i hope i pronounced that correct enrico <laughs> dana and i think these are like all like new york people i know london hill is new york mm -hmm. and then tate uh oh no he's from baltimore Mm, um, nice um but yeah these are like east coast people and like Nicki minaj starting her own record label this is so like a tangent but i listened to this podcast and it's called uh -huh. it's called even the rich um and these mm. like two women it's like a wondery podcast they talk about like just like tell amazing incredible stories about like the lives of like famous actors famous like politicians like it just like gives go so much into their background and i was just listening to their series on do you know lucille ball of course okay 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 okay, okay good as i said that's why we left out the tv bio but please know okay. i am tv girl through and through there's probably not a tv show i have not watched okay, i watched i love lucy i watched the documentary i so watched then, the show she did after the divorce i so you know the, oh brian is on hey hey It's okay. I know how it be. I know how it be. You got to dinner. Brianna, this is Nadira. Hello. We just started. Hello. Yes. Sorry. I was, you know, schmoozing with people. And <laughs> I mean, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. For, you know. <laughs> okay. We were um, just talking about Nicki Minaj starting her own record label. Um, and I was talking about how, like, this podcast that I listen to called Even the Rich, and they do all these, like, incredible stories about famous people. Mm -hmm. I listened to their series on Lucille Ball. And I was just telling Nadir, like, um, so you know, since you, like, watch the documentary, you know the show, that she actually was the first female head of a television studio. Yes, she was. I didn't know that. And she was. And two of the shows that she actually pitched that none of the male executives wanted to do was Star Trek and Mission oh, Impossible. Oh, yes. wow. Really? Yes. <laughs> Those are two of the shows. And so it just goes to show what, what? happens. Listen oh, to wait. women. You Listen got to me women. What? Listen to Google. What? To women. And that is what I think is going to happen with that bringing it back around. That's what I think is going to happen with Nikki, like having her own record label. You think I think so? this is something she has wanted and has worked up to for so mm. long. And I think with her having this like ability to have this like creative control to be able to put these artists through the kind of artist development that she always preaches about. I'm mm. excited to see where their careers are going to go. 
think about the person who she is. Messy. On the end. <laughs> I'm just, so they're good. I'm just, I, I don't know. I guess. Do you just want to bring that to them, though? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I would, I guess, mm. as an artist, I would feel at risk of how her interactions. <laughs> Not at risk. At risk. I would be like a level of precaution. I don't know. That's not, that's my only thing I that do. I think about as her, uh, of her starting a record label of like, I don't know. Like, I hear getting you. Getting too passionate. Maybe. But don't you think that she has more like positive connections in the industry than she does maybe like enemies? Listen, I hope so. I think so. I think she definitely does. But um, but yeah, I'm really excited about her like having her own record label. Yeah. So. There are also so many women in rap who have had labels or their own imprints before. And I think the other good thing is it what what's the bigger umbrella that she's under? Is it Republic? I think I'm it's sure Republic she's under because the um former like president of uh-huh. like ANR, but I read it somewhere. Yeah. That, um I think it's like the former president of ANR for Republic is mm. gonna be the president for her record label. Okay. Um, and that so I someone think, from Republic. That's the biggest thing for me is I think to what I said a little bit earlier, I think it's one thing again to have somebody who is at the end of the day an icon regardless right. a, a great rapper regardless give you that essentially tremendous cosign by saying I mean, this is yeah. my my label i'm starting one you know very few other artists period have done this very few other women period have done this so i think more than anything it's like all right if she thinks that these people are good then you know i i could imagine i would hope especially i mean I, like i said i haven't listened to anyone else but that girl that was singing that i saw that she saw I was like this is good i like this like i like i like me some good r&b mm-hmm. so oh, yes. i think that that that's what you know i could hope can come from it because also like i'm not in the music business i have no desire to be but from the right. outside looking in it looks very stressful yeah. it's very difficult it looks like <laughs> yes it, it looks it looks scary um artists get on the internet all the time maybe ranting every once in a while about their deals and mm-hmm. the checks so yeah, and that's something that she's also talked about so i i am hoping and i would hope and i also to the cosign, but also having a team behind her in a big powerhouse. I exactly. hope that, and I, I'm confident that I'm sure that, but I really want the tools to be in place so that they can succeed the yeah. same way. You know, people people gave her like Chloe and Hallie. You know, yeah. like they're signed to Parkwood. That's um, like that's such yeah. a big, and Beyonce is not in in there every single day. Like, hey, go Hell back no. in the booth, and you got a whole bunch of people. So I think. More than anything, obviously, I know she's going to be involved because that just seems like the type of person she is. But it's right. also just like, oh, like she started this and she's a vet and she's this far in her career and she wants yeah. these four people first. Like, you out of here. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. Like, right. Right. Yeah. 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 She hasn't revealed the name of the label, though. So I'm excited I didn't to see, see what she yeah. call, calls it. She said she's going to reveal it on the next Queen Radio. Yeah. So I guess we just have on to Amp. wait. Shout out to Amp. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. Um so I'm excited. I wonder I wonder if she's gonna what she's gonna yeah. call it. Yeah. Um but but moving on to the next thing. So this one I'm really excited about. Okay. I'm I'm a big, big like movie girl. I even yes. have another I have another podcast that's all about like watching black 
classic Ooh. movies and things like that. Um, so Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B have asked the director, Robert Townsend, who directed the original BAPS movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. I haven't seen it, but I've seen, I know what it's about. You know what it is. Okay, because yep. it's just that big of a deal. Um, mm-hmm. But Megan and Cardi have reached out about remaking BAPS. I could see it. I could see it. They'd be perfect. They'd be so <laughs> like, perfect. I feel like they'd be perfect. I feel like I know everyone's always like, Ugh, reboot this, reboot that. And like, you always run the risk of, you know, maybe tainting the original work if the new work is bad. I just feel like both of them are so good. I feel like Cardi's hilarious. We've seen Megan so funny. act and ro- like, I just feel like it would be, I think it'd be good. And we were talking about Queen Latifah too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just like seeing the women get bags diversify a diversify lot of different that bag. places yeah. okay yeah because yeah. like you said the music business is scary okay it's this spooky, shit man. is not it's, it's not spooky, forever <laughs> it's it's like de la soul is fighting for how long to get ownership but to, to get to be able to have their music stream because y'all didn't put it in their contract originally like i don't even want to know what's going on it's now as, as we've advanced right. so it's yeah crazy. just get just get all the bags that you can and also you're, we're multidimensional. Black women are multidimensional. Why can't Period. we try a bunch of different things? So Period. I like that. No, me For too. me, I just think the original movie is like so campy that there's it no is. way that a remake can be bad. There's no way that they can fuck it up because the original one, it's already so over the top. And these are two badass, beautiful, like over the top women yeah. who are funny as fuck. Like just in their like on their own. daily yeah. on their own, they're funny as fuck. And they It'd seem be great. like they have like the same kind of like chemistry of like little Ugh. sis, big sis, mm-hmm. like that Halle Berry and Natalie Dessel like really had, you know? Yeah. Rest in peace to Natalie Dessel. I was just about to say that. Oh, yeah. but I like so I'm really excited and I hope this is like for real for real. Like Me I hope too. this is something that's happening. I was about to say and it's like even like with a remake, right? They would make it their own. Like they would make their own exactly. spin for sure, to it. For sure. They'd bring their own type of energy and spin to it. So like I think it'd be cool. Love it. And I mean BAP stands for Black American Princesses. Can you think of someone more black American princesses than these <laughs> two women? Like you can't. You can't. Literally can't. Um, so the next thing on the list is another Megan the Stallion. Honestly, I really, really hate talking about men on this show ever. <laughs> Especially men. We don't do it on a gumbo. I'd be like, unless unless it's like a very monumental historical. I'm just like, y'all can talk about it all the time. All like, the time. Go but, somewhere else. But this one, it mm-hmm. felt like such sweet justice for all of us who have been team meg since the beginning Mm -hmm. um so 1501 entertainment is apologizing to megan the stallion finally saying they have not spoken since 2019 and all this shit that he did for the internet was just for the internet like everybody was saying Mm -hmm. and saying that he hopes that one day they can mend all the fences and there's no more games or bad blood going forward but where the fuck was all of this when she was being harassed online for two years? Literally. literally. Where was that? That's crazy. Yeah. What's like, it's, and, and it's crazy because this is exactly what she said would happen. She said everyone's going to be eating their words. Mm-hmm. And now look at them. Everybody is going back on that. And I just like, 
I pray for her peace. I Me too. really do. I think that's the that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this. Just like I like that she hasn't been on social media. I like that she's not saying nothing to nobody. Like more than anything, with everything that has happened around her and the way she was talked about, and something I said consistently throughout all of it is like, I just hope Meg is okay. Like I like, want Meg mm-hmm. to be okay because, because I can't imagine. It's just, it just seems like a lot, even like this coming out and now it's like a new story and it's a topic. Like a part of me is like, I, is Meg okay? Like, yeah, like, exactly. she's like, birthday. Is Meg yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think that's the thing for me. So cool, like you should apologize in life. You should always apologize if you're, you know, if you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best apology is change behavior. Exactly. Not, I'm not a part of their world. So I literally wouldn't know what, that change behavior would be or what could happen. Like, so mm-hmm. just, just as someone who is a fan of her, I just hope that she is okay. I like that she's detached from the internet and I hope she is Good. It's like, peacefully yeah. doing her thing, whether she's in the studio every day, cause she got some, some stuff to say or whether she's just home chilling like that. That's my thing for me. I'm always like, how, how's the woman? Doing I, exactly. I was just, yeah. I was just thinking about her because of like, like you said, yeah. like her social media presence is like, you know, diminished a lot. But um, yeah, I'm like, is she good? Like, I want to see, like, are you doing, yeah, any, are, you doing are you doing any freestyles? Like, how's four? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, listen, the summer's coming. And um, speaking of the summer's coming and there's a lot of new music coming out. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't that much new music that came out recently, but there was a couple of new songs that like dropped Mm -hmm. um did anything that has dropped recently stick out to you nadira that you're like um the monoleo song the monoleo song is the one at the top for me a lot of songs dropped that are really good it's so funny though because i saw a young baby tape tweet the other day how she was getting sent a lot of beats that are she i think the subject line said like female rap beat yeah 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 yep. and she was like yo like what is this like you want all the songs to sound the same and mm-hmm. i was like that's so interesting that someone would come to her with that and i think the reason i love the monoleo song so much and why i do like her music so much mm-hmm. is i just feel like she same with like Flo millie and all the girls to be honest they make yes. a lot of great stuff but i love when i listen to a song and it's like a sample off rip then i'm like oh I'm like, I, got, I hear it. Like, I got heard it. This. And I knew exactly yeah. what the so song I like was. That a lot. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the, I can't remember the name of Maya the Don song that came out. Also, I, love, I love that. I love Big Boss Vet, like, a lot. And I'm Oof. like, for years, been yes. like, what, where, yes. like, come on, everybody, everybody get on this. So, yeah, I like a lot of stuff. But that Monolith song when I first heard that, I was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I love what did this. you think of that song? No, Ray? I really enjoyed it. I think in the past couple of months or so mona leo has done a good job navigating vulnerability in a really beautiful way yes yes and i like loved watching the music video as well of like it was beautiful it was beautiful and i felt like she was really telling a story and yes i i just like i appreciate her vulnerability and being able to bring that to her music so that was why it it stood out to me um out of these songs and you know what even more than that, like I yes to everything you guys all said about that song, like and why I love it and why it's the one I think that stuck out the most to me. But I love when I when I'm like following an artist's career yes. and I see them trying to grow. Yes. I see them yep. trying new things. Mm-hmm. I see them 
wanting to give their audience more. I see them wanting to connect with people on another level and reveal another side of themselves mm -hmm. through the music. Like you got to do the work. Mm -hmm. There is yeah. no way you're, and she's like clearly here saying, I'm not just going to be a one, two, three hit wonder. Like I'm here. I'm going to do the work. I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to go to the studio. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, I'm going to give you different bars. I'm going to give you different flows. Yeah. And I really, I love, and I respect that. Even if I don't like all the songs that she's dropping, I like that. Yeah. And so I'm, yeah. I'm oh, I'm never going to give up on somebody who's trying, which is why I also like, I love the Maya the Dawn song, Dusty's. Okay. I love Maya. I love Festival, just as like a plus size girl myself mm. to see this like badass like plus size black woman doing her thing, being like so like sexy and like open yeah. about it and like not like you know saying like oh body positivity body positivity but just being like i'm just a bad bitch and i'm exactly and I'm getting mm -hmm. better at this as a rapper mm -hmm. i think i like this song more than i like tell me i do like it a lot i do like it a lot but Telfy. Tell me does sound different to me when that comes. It's from. a hit. Like, it is a hit. Cannot lie. Cannot lie. Yeah. But I think I do. I think I, I love really that. Like this well, that's how you know she's putting in the work. If she, if the hit she had, she done yeah. already topped it for you. That's she good. has, and she is putting in the work. And yeah. that is another thing that I love because yep. me, we talk about all the time, me and Brie, about how mm -hmm. like TikTok, like you just mentioned, Big Boss of that, like how the rap girls are carrying it on their literally yeah like every other trending sound is like a female rapper it's or really up, crazy or an up-and-coming female they rapper. literally yeah, have we just a i was like they have a subcategory on tiktok now of like black like female rappers and it's the girls crazy. so and it's like because of them so i love to see her career coming out of that and like just like blossom in that way and big boss vet to even get in her flowers like via tiktok you know mm -hmm. what i mean like now she got it's billboards cool. in times square it's because awesome. of tiktok and it's like this is what she deserves. Yeah, no, for sure. This is what she deserves. Um, what did you think of the Nicki Minaj song? Okay, so here's my thoughts on it. And this might be controversial, but I liked it. And here's why. Like, because <laughs> I know a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like this. Mm. Oh, it's but I really like the song. And I one, I I feel like it's really interesting to see Nikki doing these songs like this one and Super Freaky Girl with these like very super recognizable like samples. Yes. Mm -hmm. Especially given what she went through in 2018, trying to get that Tracy Chapman sample cleared and it just mm. never happened. So it's just so interesting. And it's like this song, hearing this has made me more interested of like, what is this album that she's been That's using exactly going to give? Because this That's is exactly so different from yep. what she was dropping last year. Mm -hmm. And yep. I'm not a huge fan of singing voice Nicki, but in this song, one thing about Nicki Minaj, she's, she can do a hook. Like, no mm, matter yeah. what, you're going to fuck with her hooks. Yeah. And I was like, I don't hate the singing. Like, I kind of, it, it kind of goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I want to, I literally, what you said is exactly what I thought when I heard the song. Like, what, first of all, when is this album coming? Um, is it and what coming is it going to sound though? like? You know what I mean? I, no Because now and, she has this record label. Yeah. Hey man, she she's already did what she needs to do. Anything else True. at this point is just like, yes. Like I'm not. When people are like, oh, you got to keep making these. I'm like, do y'all understand? Bye. They be locked in the studio. Like they 
Mm-mm. Even everyone's like, what about Beyonce's next? Beyonce's next album. Like, what do you mean? We need to be on Victoria. Leave him alone. So I think that when I heard the song, my biggest thing was like, what is this album going to be like? Because that just made me feel like I was in 2009. It sounded like. Oh, but, didn't uh, it? Oh, yeah, it kind of just took me back a little bit. So I'm, I'm interested to see what she what she comes with if and when she drops a full album, which I feel yeah. like she's going to. She's been talking about it. So. She has been. She's been talking yeah. about it since last year. So it got to yeah. be coming. What did you think, Bree? I don't know. I wasn't really messing with it. I enjoyed the beat for the nostalgic reasons. Mm-hmm. And I like liked the hook. Like you all said, you know, it's how to make a hook. Yeah. But I just like... I don't know. I couldn't get past it. Like, I think it's the singing Nikki that like was getting me. Like, yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't like the, <laughs> You don't fuck with the mm, singing Nikki. It wasn't. I, 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 I wanted. It. I wanted to like it so bad. I really did. <laughs> but it just wasn't sticking for me for some reason. That's but I. Fair. But I didn't think about like how you know this is her like continuing to like tease out her new album uh, potentially. So it, it, yeah, because I'm like, is it that or is she just like I just want to drop bones? Yeah, like she's like, like having fun. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We yeah. really have no idea. That's no. The, that's the part that I'm just like, okay. I don't know that's what it on. is about music that always like excites me and also makes Same. me very anxious. You never know. You yeah. really never know what's coming. Yep. You know? True. Um, okay, should we get into our main topic? Yeah, let's do it. So Bria, yeah. I, before you hopped on, I already read um, Nadira's like incredible bio. Mm. But um, so hip hop is turning 50 this year, yes. guys. Mm-hmm. Which, like I said before, like, it's crazy because that doesn't that's not a lot of time in comparison to like other genres like blues or rock and roll that's right. not a lot of time mm-hmm. my parents are the same age i was like, as this is like my parents yeah but literally in 50, but in 50 years look at the just the massive like amount of influence like yeah globally that this genre has had and so we're crazy. so happy to have you on the show because Thank you. we're all about like honoring black women in hip-hop and like just having conversations with black women in hip-hop um and so i want to know what sparked your love of hip-hop oh my god i feel like i don't even know how to describe it i just feel like music has always been so ingrained in me just like such a part of my life like i always tell people like my earliest childhood memory is being in my dad's like Nissan Altima, it was red. I was in the back seat. I probably was like two or three, really, really young, and rapping Imaginary play- Players by Jay Z. Like that's now, the first song I learned all the minute. words to. Yes. Do we my- have the same childhood? We we might because <laughs> why, me like fucking same. Not that exact yeah. song, but like I would always be in my dad's car rapping along to jay-z because that was his favorite reasonable rapper doubt, reasonable oh. doubt i knew from top to bottom before i like maybe I, I don't know like i i don't know if i was out of diapers i'm sure i was but my mom and dad were like used to talk a lot and you definitely <laughs> used to rap that album so yeah sure? that's that's the early the really early memories for me i think the other thing too so i was raised in south jersey and my town is a mm-hmm. philadelphia suburb mm-hmm. my dad was born in philly I have a lot of family from Philly and then my mom is from Maryland. It's actually where I was born as well. So there's so many different like musical influences. That's a lot. Up, it's yeah. a lot. But growing up in, I mean, I got my, I showed you earlier, I got my Sound of Philadelphia. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. neck on. Erective. Growing up and being from a Philadelphia suburb in New Jersey. So like right outside of Philly, I would also always get to hear 
the groups that were coming from there. So like yeah. you get to hear Phyllis Hyman, I would be listening to the oh, OJs. And my because gosh. my granddad was also from Philly and was such a big fan of that music, mm-hmm. we would have cookouts and they would go from like Imaginary Players by Jay-Z to like the Renee and like mm-hmm. the sample. And that was like literally, like I used to be the kid in school, like I bet you didn't know that this oh, sample's uh, this. Like, I, I used love to be, that. Like you're annoying me, Marisha. <laughs> but yeah, like that, I think that's just it. It's just always been part of me. My family loves music so much. And even when people are like, I mean, I literally grew up in Jersey for like my entire life. Like I was just born in Maryland, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of go-go music as well. Oh, like I yeah. would try, I would show people like CCB and they're like, why do you know this? And I'm like, that's where my mom is from. And I was actually born there. So like, I, I know a little bit of something. So it was just a lot of musical influences. I just I love that. Love it. Yeah. I, I really love that. No, yeah, that's cool. That I feel like we ha- all, all have like some similar connections. Like Mariah right. was like in school in Philly. I lived in the DC hey. area. So like, oh wow. And, and my mom, hey. my mom's from South Jersey as well. What? So. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got so many connections here. Yes, we love that. <laughs> what do they say? You're never more than six degrees of separation. I totally from someone. That. I totally like it's that. just it's very true. 100%. Yes. Wait, shout out to South Jersey because South Jersey, sometimes we be getting left out, man. Because that's the other thing, too. Like, there's so much in Jersey. And yeah. where I'm from in South Jersey, like, I used to go to the farm as a kid. People, when I would Not tell the my friends, farm. when it's I went to garden state, Jersey, garden state. all my North Jersey friends, they were like, y'all weird in South Jersey. I'm like, no, weird. what? And they're like, you're, you're basically like, East Philly or whatever they used to call me. They're like, that's where you're from. I'm like, no, like, we're very close. Yes, but like, it's a very cool culture. So I love when I I find out other people are from South oh, Jersey because no. it's great. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, so like speaking on like a vein of like getting like passion and like inspiration mm-hmm. of music. So like what was your inspiration of starting the gumbo? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> very uh I mean, I, so I work in television and I worked at a TV show for six years Mm. and I always knew I wanted to be in TV, but I would do, um, I would do like music journalism on the side. I had friends that I went to school with at Rutgers that wanted to be music journalists. And the one thing I noticed was that not only were we not getting paid to do like actual work. That's T. Not even, not even like you want to you want to build up your portfolio your clips you want to do so much and I just always thought in my head like wow like as an intern in tv and in a lot of different spaces I'm getting to I'm getting paid first and foremost and my voice was valued and I, I can't speak for everyone but I really realized like dang I have a lot of friends who want to be music journalists and they're like yo like I'm going into meetings and like I'm pitching stuff they're not even listening to me and I'm like dang mm. like the culture comes from black and brown people in the Bronx so yeah. why are you not listening to us Ooh, so yeah. that was the biggest thing and then really I feel really strongly about people doing unpaid work um it is not cool no it's not. It's <laughs> I, I, not. I, like I don't even know how else to, to describe it but it's I also not. think criminal it's, it's so much that happens in life that people need to take care of. And even even giving somebody $50, obviously that's not going to change their life. But you never know if you have somebody yeah. write a couple of words, you can give them, you know, a couple of cents per word. So they can make, oh, you made a, 175 for this amount of work. Like, I just, I'm always thinking about how right. a lot of the girls that I knew at that time were just writing 
about hip hop for free. So yeah. I saved yeah. up all my money um, from the show. I love and that. Put it all in my savings for a year. And I was like, I'm going to start this platform and I'm just going to pay black women to talk about the genre that we helped create. And we yeah, were there for that. from the beginning. Yeah. That first party that we celebrate every August was literally thrown by Cindy Campbell. A exactly. black woman and people for forget her that. sister. And we don't talk about it. They she threw the party because she wanted to raise some money to get some back to school clothes. And it was so hot that they kept doing it. So Oof. And I haven't think- you been there? Haven't you been in that place yes, for like I $50, sure $175? Yes, like yes. that's, that's, I've been in this yeah. time in my life, but that was a lot of money to me and it, yeah. I needed it. Yeah. So I'm just like, dang, people are getting $0 and people should get more than $50. People should get more than 100 Like giving yeah. as, as much as I could with the money that I had saved from, from work, I think that that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to create that place where one, we could talk about it and write about it and people could get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, people could feel comfortable having conversations without having a dude jump in and be like, well, since you, I always use this example, but like I would tweet about like state property and I'll never forget like some dude was like, well, name all the guys in the group. And I'm like, oh, I like, hate, oh my God. I literally, like I literally will. And back then it like really fired me up. Now, obviously I don't care. Oh but yeah, you don't give a fuck stuff, now. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm just like, yo, like, just having to be quizzed to prove that you know what you're talking about. Like, what if it's just all of us in the room and we could just all just chop it up about, oh, we, did you like this? Oh, yes. this drop. Oh, did I you know that. this? I and also to celebrate hip hop, because I think a lot of times when we talk about hip hop, people think just music. Um, right. But every month for the gumbo, we have a different we have a different theme. Yeah. Or if we don't do a that. theme, it's a very wide net of celebrating like Women's History Month, Black History Month. Right. But there are people like April Walker. Why are we not doing a month on hip hop fashion? Like, oh my god, we've done an episode on fashion and hip hop. Exactly, and like, it's yeah. Like, still not enough. Still, yeah. Not enough. You you got to do that stuff. We have we had the cut on MTV that Left Eye hosted. You had Arsenio booking hip hop artists on his show. You had yeah. all these things on TV. How about we talk about hip hop and TV? So I there are so many things that it intersects with. I was like, I'm just gonna create this whole thing. I'm gonna make sure people write for us. They get paid. We're going to throw some parties and play some samples love that. and we're going to have a great time. We're going to drop some merch and that's just really it. Awesome. I love that. I've never been in New York for one of your sample Sunday parties, but the next time I am, we're going to try to do one out here. Oh, you should. Oh, people would come out. Yes. People Fingers, would come yeah. out. People would love that shit. People would Fingers love that crossed. in LA. Yes. Um. So then let me ask you, besides that, besides like, you know, talking and like providing this platform for your friends to just talk about hip hop. Um, what is your favorite thing about running this platform? Like several years in now. That is tough. Someone asked me this a few weeks ago and I was like, dang, I don't know. I think the biggest thing is like, what's your favorite thing in this moment today, March 7th, getting to pay people. Honestly, that, that is my favorite thing thing is getting to pay people. I like, I like knowing there have been many times where people have sent in pitches for stuff with clips and links to their articles. And then I'll like send the payment, which I always send the payment before we go live. That's something that I I I stand on before the work goes out there. You get compensated because I know what it feels like to freelance. And that's, you know, different, different levels of money and whatever. But I'm just like, I'll be, I'll be waiting when like, dang, the thing is live. Like when, when am I going to get paid? Where's my money? (laughs) It feels good to know, Hey, this is approved and you got paid and now confirmed you got paid and now we're going to go post this. But that's the biggest thing. I want, I want people to get paid. I want black women to know that 
their, you know, voices and their thoughts and their opinions and their feelings are valid and also worth being compensated for. Because the other thing I noticed too is Absolutely. we give a lot of Twitter threads. We give a lot of so a lot many. of research. We give a lot of free. We give free a lot of that. Yeah. We give a lot of that. And that was the other thing to me too. Something I even had to stop myself from doing. I was like, girl, don't tweet that. So it can then go become something else somebody in, in else another place something. where somebody can get paid. But I think that was my biggest thing. And that's that's the greatest thing so far is being able to say, hey, you wrote this amount of words. We're not giving you chump change of $10, $25, $50. Like we're going to pay you a, a good rate to, to write for us. I love yeah. that. I really love that. And it sounds like um, something like also from like your, our, our conversation is that like you have the creativity, right? Of like, you're not boxed into like a certain spot as well. Like you are able to like, you know, this is something that's interested you or like your friends are interested in exploring. Yeah. You're like, I have the platform to be able to provide that exactly. and elevate those voices. So I think that's yeah. really cool. Even we've had, you know, Brooklyn edit for us. She's amazing. Shout out to Brooklyn White. Love her. That's my homie. She yes, has I brought so much work. to us. <laughs> my homegirl Quinn, who is our DJ and also our lead creative director, just brings so like, I'll be thinking, like, does this graphic look nice? And I'll send it to mm-hmm. her. Like, add this, add this, add this. Like, yeah. we're, we're, like, we be going back and forth. So those two are also so amazing. And if I had to say another thing that is just as rewarding is getting to work with people who inspire me. Because those two, I think they're, yeah. they're so great. So yeah. shout out to y'all if they're watching. I love y'all. That's yes. incredible. I hope they listen to this. <laughs> yes. I'll send it to them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, going back to like, you know, hip hop, it's the 50th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are your thoughts about like um black women in hip hop in 2023? I mean, like there's been so much evolution that's happened in these yeah. 50 years, but like, you know, as it stands today, what do you think of black women in hip hop and where we stand now? I've been doing so much research in the past year, especially like just anticipating this moment and, you know, making sure I got everything I need to have together for this celebration. Mm -hmm. And it makes me very happy because through my research, you know, I'm able to go in and see like, dang, people recorded music. And well, not before that, people are out here performing at shows. And because they didn't record music, they get kind of lost in this overall story about hip hop. And then now if someone recorded a song, then maybe somebody might've actually put their name on the credits of the song or, mm-hmm. you know, put their, took money from them or whatever that situation might've been. I know we talk about the the stuff with Sugar Hill Records a lot when we think about Rappers Delight, like that right. was literally an issue that happened. So when I think about that in relation to women, I'm like, dang, like how many, that's been the biggest thing for me is just thinking about, there are so many people who have paved the way. And what I love about, what is happening now is that people are getting to to the point of being multidimensional. They get to operate and exist in all these realms. You want to yeah. you want to mm-hmm. go get a meal at McDonald's. Right. You want to go like get a, a clothing line. You want to do this like that's something. Mm. The foundation has been laid by all of the women before them, and I love that. It seems like everybody is really free. Like. I feel in, that in, way in a too. way that they get that. to I, I don't doubt that you know sometimes people are like hey you can't do this you can do this right. like I'm, that that exists in every creative medium but exactly. I, I love the one of the things I love the most about social media is just getting to see 
them happy and enjoying yeah. their lives and living their lives. So I think that's the biggest thing for me. It just makes me very happy. And I and I also love that like so much of the process isn't shrouded in mystery the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like especially with what's been happening recently where you know people are coming out and saying women or women are coming out and saying things like oh he told me if I didn't fuck him I wasn't mm. going to be on this song and shit like that. And and then you you, you and like now Megan like suing her label and like having all these victories and things like that. Yeah. And then you remember like about reading stories about like back in the 90s when like, you know, rappers like Jackie O and things like that were like going out and saying like, hey, like this man made me do that. And people are calling her a liar. And now she doesn't mm. rap anymore. You know what I mean? Or like right. or shit like that happening. And yeah. think about all the instances where that's happened to women and they haven't had a voice. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of instances too where women didn't even get credited on songs that they were on. So they missed out on Grammys yeah. or Billboard number ones and stuff Queen like that. Queen Pin so. is the one that comes to mind. Like most, no like, like mm-hmm. why she was, and, and now it's like the first number one you don't get to be on. You know what I mean? Or the first like Grammy you don't get to get because mm-hmm. somebody said you just don't, we're just not going to credit you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I love people fighting for credit. Yeah. I really do love that. The um, one thing I really want, and I mm-hmm. hope the gumbo can do this, but I really want those women outside of the gumbo doing this, but there, there are bigger entities in this world that have millions of dollars. Yeah. And yeah. I know there's so much already planned for this year. Oh, of course. I really hope that those women, I'm big on making sure our rappers are taken care of. When I think about rappers passing away, when I think about oh, rappers yeah. not having places to live or just stuff like that. Like I, mm. in my head, like what I would love to see for the 50th, maybe the 55th, like I would love, and I know they've talked about it a little bit before, but like making an organization where, yo, we can make sure we're Where's taking the union? care of exactly. these people. Like I, I love the idea of a rapper's union. So, yeah. you know, people are just looked out for. Like I think about that a lot beyond the scope of, yeah, you made this great song. I love your music. I love your fashion. Oh, you that girl. Oh, you're this. Like, Trust me, I do that all the time, every day, as I'm sure y'all see on Twitter. But beyond that, like, I am big. That's why, for me, paying people for the gumbo is my right. biggest thing because somebody has contributed and given so much. The very least exactly. that, that they can have is being taken care of and not having to worry yeah. about any issues mm-hmm. when it comes to health, housing, money, okay. like, nothing like that. Yeah. So okay. I would love, for, I would love for there to be a rapper's I would love for there to be a rapper's union to take care of of all of our all of our OGs. For and sure. it's crazy that there isn't because in all other like industries like SAG has a union. They do. You know, yeah. directors has a union, writers, producers have a union. WGA, yeah. But, but what but 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 these musicians I think they're working on one. I cannot remember who it was. I want to say it was like LL. Somebody somebody was talking. They were talking about working on one. Good. I can't remember if it was LL or Chuck time. D or who it was. But that's something I remember seeing. So that's why I don't want to speak to it. Like, oh, does, yeah. it, it could be in the work. But and I hope so. just when, when it really, when we when we got it, I think that's going to be That's going to be a big, yeah. big moment. Yeah. So moving yeah. on to something a little bit more fun. Yes. Um, you talked just a little bit about the women who work with you at the Gumbo. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, tell me, who are some of your favorite Black women in hip hop space? Whether they be rappers, producers, oh writers, oh my god, um, like what? Just like some women, you're like, yeah. I love your work. I'm obsessed with you, etc. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say every person that has contributed to the gumbo because we don't have 
three hours for me to read every single name. Of course um, <laughs> But every single person that has contributed because there has not been one thing that we have shared, whether it's an article or collaborated with a different group or a new DJ where I have not learned something. And that mm. has been the biggest mm. thing for me is like, yeah. if Megan Thee Stallion drops a new song, do we need to write an article on that? How about we just retweet it? Or how about y'all just listen to the song? Like we don't right. need to like, like everybody, they got that on lock. But oh, if somebody absolutely. wants to write an article about how Megan Thee Stallion positively influenced her her body image, I I was like, that's amazing. I, I want to hear that. Think about that. So right. I think that everybody, everybody that has contributed, people know how much I love. Obviously, I love Queen Latifah. I love Missy Elliott. I love, oh, love we love, love Missy Elliott. Love, love, <laughs> love Missy Elliott. I love that. Because sometimes it, it takes men saying things for other people to be like, yeah, I feel like all the girls, like Missy Elliott's the GOAT, but I remember when Lil Wayne came out and said, like, she's, yep. she's up there for me. Mm-hmm. I love that because so often when they get asked who their top rappers are, it's often men. The yeah. same Lil men Wayne's too. also super duper nice too. So I'm just like, the fact that he he shouted her out in that way, I love seeing the people who are- And continues to shout her out too. Yeah. Continues when to. When they ask I him about it, it she's always in it. that conversation. I love it. I love seeing the GOATs shout out the women who are GOATs as well. So I just- Missy to me is just it, it it's it's ridic- it's ridiculous. Insane. Production production, her her fashion, she had different clothing and sneaker collaborations. She had a label. Mm-hmm. The Afrofuturism in the video, like yep, it is yep. it the lyricist like it it is so crazy to me. Like yeah. I I I want there to be like a long like book on her and documentary art. Like something. I, there's yeah. so much to be said about Missy and her contribution. So she is definitely one of my favorites. Everyone knows I love April Walker. April Walker is love her. queen of, of hip-hop fashion mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. really did so much and set, set the tone for a lot of people. She's talked about people who started some of the biggest hip-hop fashion brands after her coming to her for advice. So I just... I mean, we had her for a digital dinner for the gumbo, and I couldn't. I was sitting there the whole time, like, "This is great!" Like, I was supposed to be asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> yeah, like, what, why are we on a Zoom, really? So I just think people like her, Misa, Kim, like, there's. I can't even again. I don't want to name everybody because there's right. so many people. But whenever I think of, whenever I think of Missy, I'm just like, I just. She knows she's great. We always tell her how great she is, but I just feel like I gotta. It's add not enough. To, you right. gotta say it too. I gotta <laughs> add it again. And we I always talk her. and we always talk about how like we're so happy that she's getting her flowers now. You know what yes. I mean? While she's yes. appreciated. Yeah. And not just mm-hmm. her, I guess like, you know, other women in hip hop are now starting to get the recognition that they deserve um from a yeah. higher level, not just from, you know, us screaming like yes, yes. but yeah. it's from the larger <laughs> yeah. hip hop community as well. Yeah. 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 I love that. And shout out to Gangsta Boo too. That that is yes. yeah. yeah, that is I've been revisiting her music mm. a yeah. lot. Like, I mean, I listened to her a lot already, yeah. but a lot of people today, Ooh. yeah, men and women, would not be able to do what they do or sound like they sound if it wasn't for her. And exactly. I think that outside of our usual band culprits that I would always list as, oh, they're the best, she's the best. Like, we right, know right, who right. they are. They right, definitely right, right. are still amazing. But that's someone I just feel like has to be 
shout it out. I remember she did an interview and she's like, I don't like the phrase flowers. Like, I don't like that. Like, just, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, she don't, she, she told us we don't, she don't like it. But right, right, right. at the end of the day, like, she's no longer with us, but she deserves to continue to be celebrated because yeah. she set the tone for a lot of what music sounds like. People who aren't even from the South sound yeah. like they're from the South or their mm-hmm. cadence or the stuff mm-hmm. that they talk about. Like, I really, I don't think people understand in the way that they should how how important Gangsta Brew was and is. So, yeah. Yeah, shout out and to And it her. sucks, you know, that like I said this before, but like Memphis is having a huge moment right now. Yeah. Huge moment. And it sucks that she's not here huge to moment. see like what, you know, yeah. she the ripple effect of like yeah. what she did, you yeah. know, but I think she lives on in spirit. Yeah, and the spirit of all the women and men who've been able to benefit from everything that she did yeah yeah well you had touched on you know you're revisiting some of her work right now who are some other artists um that you're listening to right now oh this is the other one that i looked at i was like dang who am i listening to let me pull up my title because also it just be uh it just be changing all the time (laughs) it's actually yep love it I I listen to a lot of Sulan. I feel like everyone knows this as well. Like I love Sulan. That's really I love like Sulan too. at the top for me. And because I've just been working so hard, like their music is perfect for when I'm up at like 4:30 a.m. and I'm just like, just push through it, and like yes. just keep going. Yes. You need to sleep all day, whatever you need to do. I've listened to a lot of De La Soul, obviously, just because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean I I bought YouTube Premium because of De La Soul because I wanted really? to listen to their music and mm-hmm. not have not be able not have to close the app and have the music stop like i did that years ago i was like i wouldn't be able like what like i want to be able to listen to listen to them i've Mm -hmm. definitely also been going back to a lot of older r&b which is so funny we're on like talking about hip-hop but i've been revisiting a lot it's like peanut butter and jelly yeah it definitely (laughs) is a lot of a lot of mary j a lot of faith um yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm like, what else? I got some eight ball at MJG, three six mafia, private Love it. Like I've been okay. I've, been on a, I I've also vibe. been on a real. I've also been on a real heavy like southern way. The thing I yeah. always try to do is not like I can get very like I listen to state property and Jay yeah. all day for yeah. like days at a time. Then I listen mm-hmm. to Lil Kim for a week. Then I listen to mm-hmm. five. so I'm like I gotta make sure, especially like if I have this platform, I just want to be as tapped in yeah, as possible so absolutely yeah. and okay. a lot of west coast i love west coast music that's like oh, a yeah. little fun fact my parents that's the other thing too they made sure i knew there's like a video of me, a picture of me as a kid like going like this i'm like six i'm like why do like why you I so what am i doing and they're like you knew what it was but i listened to a lot of a lot of like older like West Coast, like Badass and oh, Oxy Too Short and E40. Love it. A lot of dog pound. Like, I listen to a lot. It's, it's. I don't know. My music taste is that's, very all over. That's incredible. <laughs> I love that. I love that, like, you. I mean, like, listen, like you said, you have this platform. You got to yeah. listen to it all, you know? Yeah. The, the bad, the ugly, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Nadira. Thank you. Thank you for being so here and yes. being on the show. We love what you do. Yes, you are thank so y'all. talented and incredible. So are y'all. We love, love, love all the work that you do at the Gumbo and all the thank work that you. you do just to celebrate Black women. And it's just so necessary. 
Um, so we're just so grateful to like have you on here and be able to chat thank with you. you. Um, so yeah, if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you guys so much yes. for listening to this episode. Go check out the gumbo if you Go haven't. If you have you definitely thank you. should. Thank you. And thank y'all so much. What y'all are doing is super important. I love just hanging out with Thank you. And have a happy rest of your Women's History Month, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where My Girls At, brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at Where My Girls At Two and Instagram Where My Girls At underscore th. Make sure you check out our other podcasts, Does It Hold Up, The Blacklist, and all the other content we offer on our website, texturedare.com. Until next time.